Hey y'all. So when it comes to bodies, weight loss is not really something that I'm pursuing right now. But as you know, one of Vanessa's family members has been taking a GLP-1 medication and it's worked really well for him. So if that is part of your journey, you should check out the Roe Body Program. Roe provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. Roe's partner handles all the insurance paperwork to help get the medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. Go to ro.co slash infamous. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash infamous. Campsite Media. It's June 2018, and I'm pulling up to Chris Jenner's house in Hidden Hills, northwest of LA. The first thing I do is drive up to a Bougainvillea line security checkpoint, where a guard makes sure my name is on the list. Then I head down a street that has lots of rolling, grassy hills on either side, the gigantic plots of land separated by miles of white railings, the kind you'd see on a ranch. And then, all of a sudden, Google Maps tells me I've reached my destination. Like all really expensive homes, you can't see anything from the street, just lots of big trees. But there's a black SUV parked outside with two bodyguards. I must be in the right place. As I get close to the gigantic Mediterranean-style house, I think about how I'm not really the typical fancy lady you'd expect to see arriving here, carrying a Christian Dior bag and driving a G-Wagon. I'm in a tiny Prius that probably hasn't been washed in far too long. I'm 27 years old and wearing all black. My hair's in a bowl cut and I've got a nose ring. I look like a hipster, not a billionaire. But the woman I'm here to see, she is on her way to being a billionaire. And it's not Kris Jenner, the matriarch of the family. It's also not Kim Kardashian, the biggest star of the family. The one who started their whole dynasty just with a sex tape. It's the youngest daughter of the family, Kylie Jenner. Now, I'm not a Keeping Up With The Kardashians fan. I pretty much never watch the show. Don't get me wrong, I like reality TV, but I'm more of a Love Island lover. The competition, the unpredictability of new love, the batch of fresh faces every season. The Kardashians is all about family dynamics and the family brand, and I was never interested enough to follow it closely. But what I have been following for years is this family's business. Maybe closer than anybody else outside the family, besides their accountant. And actually, the world doesn't know Kylie's about to be a billionaire. Because despite driving a Prius, I'm a reporter for Forbes magazine, a magazine that covers wealthy people in business. And soon, we'll be calling Kylie Jenner the youngest self-made billionaire in the world. In a world full of uncertainty, one thing is constant. The world's super rich will often grab our attention. Forbes has just released its annual billionaires list. Forbes does all sorts of journalism, which they package with ads for very expensive watches. But it's best known for making lots of lists of the richest people in the world. 
the brass ring of American wealth culture. So a lot of people wonder how we compile uh, the Forbes billionaires list, and it's a massive, massive undertaking. It takes many dozen reporters, uh, many, many hours to, to track down all of the world's billionaires. Part of my job is to verify whether people really are billionaires. In other words, this hipster with a bowl cut was the gatekeeper of the list that all these rich and powerful people desperately wanted to be on. My name is Kylie Kristen Jenner. I'm 23 years old. My favorite color is pink. From Sony Music Entertainment and Campsite Media, this is Infamous, and I'm Natalie Robomet. I'm Vanessa Grigoriatis. And this is episode one of our series, Plumping Profits. This week, we're talking about the Kardashians. <laughs> you knew at some point that this series was going to have to talk about the Kardashians, right? And you and I have personally interviewed a bunch of them or, or a lot of them. <laughs> well, I've interviewed Kim. Okay. I've interviewed Kim and Chris and Kylie. Um, Ooh, trifecta. I know. I know. I've got to catch them all. But today we're actually going to be talking about Kylie. Who's like the youngest daughter in a fairy tale who sets everything on its ear. Absolutely. She's the youngest daughter of Chris and Caitlyn Jenner, and she's basically Kim's half-sister. She's the younger, hotter Kim Kardashian. The Gen Z Kim. That's right. how I would think of her. And, I mean, if we're even going by Instagram followers as a kind of uh, metric of fame, she actually has more followers than Kim right now, which kind Ooh. of blew my mind. I looked it up last night. Kylie has 394 <laughs> million followers. Oh, my God. And Kim has 359 million. That is more than America, right? America has, like, <laughs> 330 million people in it. Yeah, it's really, really difficult to understand how many people want to look at the pictures that they're posting. But that's what they're all about. They're about their bodies, right? Like they're about making money off of their bodies. You know, it's what's celebrated in capitalist culture. I got to get mine and... Uh, yeah, I mean, neon bikini, thong <laughs> uh, snapping. Yeah, and we will get into a lot more of the uh, neon bikini thong snapping a little bit later. But I mean, basically, this whole story is about how I found myself setting off this huge debate about how rich Kylie was. Oh, my God. But I was also going to get caught up in a scandal. <laughs> oh, OK. Because the Kardashians may or may not have been lying to me about how much Kylie Cosmetics was worth. I'd walked into their house, and if you watch Keeping Up With The Kardashians, you know what this house looks like inside. It's got black and white tiled floors, spiral staircases, everything decorated like a very modern boutique hotel. Now, neither Chris nor Kylie are actually living here at this point. Apparently, the only son, Rob Kardashian, is, but he's nowhere to be seen. There's a lot of smoke and mirrors involved with the Kardashians, as you'll come to find out. Kylie and I would talk later. Here's some of our interview, which no one has ever heard before. Kylie Cosmetics was super organic to me because I had an insecurity with my lips when I was younger. So I turned to makeup to help me feel more confident. And then um, I went to the makeup store and I just like... I didn't even know really what colors I was picking. I was just like, I want some lip liner that looks like the color of my lips because I just want my lips to look fuller. And um, so I would like overline my lips as much as possible. And um, lipstick, and then it came to a point where even to this day, I can't leave the house without lipstick. But I could never find a lip liner and a lipstick that matched. 
So, or even the right color that was perfect for me. Kylie's not Armenian, like her Kardashian half-siblings, but she has the same dark features that characterize her family. Long brown hair, brown doe eyes, the kind of perfectly round apples of the cheeks that only filler can provide. Her face is impossibly symmetrical, and she's beautiful in a surgically serene way. The day I meet her, her hair is pulled back in a bun. I'm struck by how quiet she is and how young she seems. Now, I've interviewed a lot of very famous people. Not a flex, it just comes with the territory. And Kylie is really different to them. When The Rock walks in a room, it's like he's arrived. He's shaking everyone's hands, giving a megawatt smile. All eyes are on him. And she's not like that. Kylie's much softer spoken, much more self-contained. She seems so confident and out there on Instagram, but in person, she shrinks a bit. She's reserved, like she has a wall up. But she is glamorous, cool, an expert at posing. Exactly the kind of thing that works well on social media, which might explain why she's so huge on it. The really weird thing about Kylie, though, is that she grew up on TV. Kim was 27 when their reality show started airing. Kylie was 10. She didn't really have a life before the Kardashians were the Kardashians. And I can't imagine what it must do to you to internalize and normalize everything they've become known for. Look what I can do. This is Kylie, a long time ago, in the very first episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. She's in Kris Jenner's bedroom with Kim. She's dressed in a green tank top and one of those little bolero shrugs that were popular at the time. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You are a future pussycat doll. Let me, Let me see that. Oh my god! Oh my god! In this clip, young Kylie starts dancing, squatting low, posing with her finger to her lips. Exactly the kind of moves parents in the 2000s were worried kids would copy from Britney and Christina videos. Okay, now there's something else in Chris's bedroom you should know about. Back then, it was all the rage to do aerobics with a stripper pole. So Kim had given Chris a stripper pole for her bedroom. And Kylie climbs on it. She swings around it like a set of monkey bars. How did you learn how to do that? When Snapchat comes around, Kylie starts posting to it incessantly. Her popularity explodes, and she claims she becomes the most viewed person on the app. Okay, shut the fuck up while I make these Snapchats. I can't help that my voice is like this. I'm a true valley girl. I'm from the valley. By the time she's 17, she starts dating 24-year-old rapper Tyga. He's best known for this strip club anthem, Rack City. Rack City, bitch. Rack City, bitch. Rack, Rack City, bitch. I mean, not to be cynical, but Tyga and Kylie are doing the oldest trick in the Hollywood PR book. Go out with someone famous, get papped together, cue endless articles about drama in your relationship. The result? You both get more famous. Now, there's this idea with the Kardashians that Chris's favorite child is whoever makes her the most money. Here they are on Barbara Walters. Who is your mom's favorite? Kim. Me. Kim. Do you agree, Chris? You know, I think it seems. <laughs> <laughs> I Just say it. it. Okay, yeah, know. she's my favorite. 
We all Is know. she what? No, she's not. Whoever gives her the most percentage rates at the moment no, are her favorite. No, that's not true. Just the most attention. <laughs> I think I struggled for a minute with finding something to do on my own. And what was I going to do? Like, what? I knew I was passionate about makeup, but I didn't know I could make... I don't know. I can have fun every day doing my job, really. So Kylie still needed to prove herself. And how do the Kardashians prove themselves? to themselves, to America, and most especially to their mom, they make money. Now we all know what Kim Kardashian is famous for, and yep, it's her butt. Just like if we had a BBL, that Kardashian booty. Will you allow me to take a selfie with your ass? Of course. Okay, correct. Now, there's something very gross about how our culture is obsessed with commenting on women's bodies, as though that's their only value. But the thing about the Kardashians is that there's this whole other racial aspect to it that I want to talk about. At this point in time, they're famous for stereotypically non-white features, like big butts and big lips. Even though they're half Armenian, half white American, or in the case of Kylie, fully white, there is a kind of ethnically ambiguous cosplay going on. And the thing is, many people think that the Kardashians aren't only famous for being born with these features, but that they've made themselves have those features through surgery. In season six of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, Kim decides to address the intrigue on camera. And things get very strange very quickly. People ask me all the time if my butt is real. I've said numerous times, like, I haven't had plastic surgery. I haven't had butt implants. X-ray, X-ray, X-ray. Show us the ass, show us the ass. What are you talking about? In this episode, Kim's sister Chloe jokingly suggests that Kim get her butt X-rayed to prove that she doesn't have implants. We want to see the goods, Kimberly. We need some proof. So she goes to the doctor to X-ray her butt. So today I am going to get a butt x-ray and if this is what it takes to shut up the entire world that my butt is real, then I will happily do it. They decide to x-ray Courtney's boobs first as a sort of control. Since I have breast implants, we are going to x-ray me so we can see what an implant looks like and then we're going to x-ray Kim's butt and see if she really has implants or not. So Courtney <laughs> first. <laughs> Those are your lungs over here, and this sort of solid white area. Yeah. That's your implant. You ready for Kim's? No implant. This is Shocker. Kim. Maybe her butt is real. Maybe it's fake. But it speaks to what's so fascinating and endlessly entertaining about the Kardashians. What keeps so many of us coming back for more? This question of what's real and what's fake, which is a driving force behind reality TV in general. It's this disorienting blend of fiction and reality. And the Kardashians are the masters of the form. All of this is important to understand before we get into the next part of this story. Before we discuss a part of Kylie's body that's going to make her very famous, make her a lot of money, and get my attention as a reporter for Forbes. That's coming up after the break. Back in the 90s, Pepsi and Coca-Cola were in a heated race to try and win loyal customers by any means necessary. But when Pepsi launched an ambitious promotion that encouraged people to buy Pepsi and redeem points for prizes, they overlooked their own fine print in a major way. On each episode of Wondery's podcast, The Big Flop, 
Comedians join host Misha Brown to chronicle one of the biggest pop culture fails of all time and try to answer the age-old question. Who thought this was a good idea? Like, who at Pepsi thought it would be a good idea to advertise that people could earn enough points to redeem a military jet as a prize? When they launched their Pepsi points system, they never imagined somebody might actually try to snag it. But a 23-year-old did, and suddenly, Pepsi owed him a jet. Follow The Big Flop on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to The Big Flop early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. I've always struggled with finding time to manage my finances. At the end of a busy week, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. But now I use Rocket Money and it does all that for me. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with just a few taps. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com infamous. That's rocketmoney.com infamous. rocketmoney.com infamous. This is Infamous from Campside Media. So let's get back to the part of Kylie's body that's going to make her famous and get Forbes interested in her. The whole reason I drove out to Hidden Hills. In all of these photos and videos that Kylie's posting, all of these shots of her with Tyga, and definitely when I met her, one thing really stands out. Her lips. They're cushiony and oversized, like king-size pillows, and painted perfectly with a matte lipstick. But they haven't always been this way. In spring 2014, people noticed that Kylie's lips have suddenly gotten a whole lot bigger. They were once a flat line, like a pencil. Now, they were giant. And just like with Kim's butt, many people think Kylie has gotten lip injections. It becomes a thing online. Kylie denies it via tweet. These plastic surgery rumors hurt my feelings, to be honest, and are kind of insulting. Just in case anyone forgot, I'm 16. But rumors keep circling. It was a real did she, didn't she. Hey everybody, welcome back to my channel. Today I have done a little tutorial purely on how to overdraw your lips. I have seen a bit of a resurgence in overdrawn lips since Kylie Jenner. The didn't she camp insists Kylie is just overdrawing her lips. A technique where you line your lips outside their natural borders to create the illusion of fuller lips. Drag queens do this all the time. Here's Kim Kardashian. She like draws her lip like, you know, and it looks amazing. I go into her room and I'm like, what liner do you wear? Because she only wears a lip liner and then she fills it in. But by April 2015, teenagers have turned this into a viral joke. It's the latest phenomenon sweeping social media. Teens using shot glasses and bottles as suction devices for do-it-yourself lip enhancement. 
Yep, kids are taking shot glasses, putting them on their mouths, and then inhaling until the glass squeezed tighter and tighter around their lips. When they finally take the shot glass off, however long later, their lips are swollen into a pout, the same shape as the shot glass rim, and Kylie's mouth. I'm gonna be doing the Kylie Jenner challenge. This is a big viral moment. And of course, the Kardashians are going to strategize how to respond to it. I'm just not ready to talk to reporters about my lips yet because everyone always picks us apart. After a year of denying it, Kylie finally comes clean. I have temporary lip fillers. It's just an insecurity of mine and it's what I wanted to do. People are so quick to judge me on everything, so I might have tiptoed around the truth, but I didn't lie. People are pissed about it. I mean, Kylie is 17 at the time. And I imagine Chris thinks, how can we make a buck out of this? Here's what Chris said to me. I think, you know, I love makeup. I've always loved a glam, good glam moment. <laughs> and I've been that way since I'm 22 years old. You know, I always like made up my eyes and, and, um, and loved, you know, fashion and beauty. And it kind of goes hand in hand. So we did a lot of socializing in the 70s and the mm -hmm. 80s and the 90s. Mm -hmm. So it was always something where we're getting dolled up for something. So being able to work hand in hand with yeah. Kylie and be able to work in this business is so amazing for me and fascinating to watch how this whole business has evolved. Because turns out Kylie Jenner Inc. had filed a trademark for a new product, a lipstick to be exact. And it was going to be called Kylie's Lip Kit for the perfect pout. I mean, why not make lemonade out of Juvederm? Here's the difference between Dolce and Candy. These Kylie Lip Kits are matte lipsticks with matching lip liners. They're called lip kits because they are, you know, two things together. In this Snapchat video, Kylie rubs the lipstick on her hand to show off the shade. This one's candy. It's a light neutral pink. And this one's Dolce. Dolce is a warmer brown, like the color of caramel. Cute. I went on the website and it immediately said sold out. Everyone knows her lips are fake, that it's not this lipstick that makes them look big, but it doesn't matter. On launch day, Kylie allegedly sells $400,000 worth of lip kits in less than 60 seconds. Here are the swatches for all the new colors. Three months later, in February 2016, Kylie restocks and adds three more shades. By now, the name of the company has changed from Kylie Lip Kits to Kylie Cosmetics, a sign of her growing ambition. Dolce is the first to go. And they all sell out. The second to go. Again. More after the break. Anybody who has a sibling knows that sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope, on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince Harry and Prince William. They'd been each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wandry's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. 
Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or was it something that began much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girly? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, no, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. This is Infamous from Campside Media. Remember how I said that part of the Kardashian intrigue has to do with the impossibility of knowing what is real and what is fake? Well, my job as a Forbes reporter was to figure out what was real. So I began looking into Kylie Cosmetics, this apparently super fast-growing business. My big question was, how much was it and Kylie Jenner really worth? If this was a movie, now would be the montage of a journalist rifling through papers, knocking on doors, pacing around an empty newsroom late at night. The reality was a lot more boring. I would turn on my computer each morning and start clicking around. I looked up registration documents and LLC details of the manufacturer of her makeup. I made calls to various sources, talked to my editor at Forbes about what I found. I knew how to do this. I'd worked on the wealth team at Forbes for a few years, before I covered entertainment. And it was a kooky job. I valued private companies, figured out how much art collections were worth, spoke to yacht experts and Ferrari connoisseurs to try and calculate just how many hundreds of millions of dollars a particular asset might be worth. We looked at tax documents, annual reports, talked to analysts. We used our bullshit meter to feel out whether someone was trying to talk us into a higher number. Maybe they were trying to sell their company or get more favorable interest rates on a loan. Or a lower number. Maybe they wanted to avoid a tax audit. And now I was doing the same with Kylie Jenner. Me, and maybe a couple hundred million dollars, were all that was standing between Kylie and the billionaire's list. And as good as her family is at altering appearances, at blending truth and fiction, I had all the resources and years of experience at Forbes at my disposal. I was going to get the truth. Here's a snippet of that with Chris. My team, this team's been with me for a decade. Yeah. You know, for, for a long time. Mm-hmm. And so it just evolves. And then um, Matthew's been with me for a long time. And um, I mean, listen, I'm someone who has the same house staff for 30 eight years, Mm -hmm. 35 years, 38 years. So I don't like change with people. Yeah. Because, you know, they know your kind of your Your personality stuff and kind of what makes it tick. But I think what makes all of us tick is from the minute we wake up until the minute we go to bed, it's a lot of adrenaline. Yeah. It's like, let's go, we're going to do this. And okay, we're going to, and you don't even have time to be tired. You know, you're so excited about, you just hope there's enough people around to execute the Mm -hmm. ideas. But what I would come to learn was that the Kardashians were better at shaping the narrative than I ever could have imagined. They didn't just shape it. 
They carved it, created it, sustained entirely new truths, slicing and contouring their faces into oblivion, filtering their bodies, their entire worlds, to obfuscate reality. And I was about to find myself in a funhouse of mirrors, lips, tax returns, and very plump profits. Where do you want me to be? Uh, you can be over there. there. And as her manager and a momager, I can give her all the advice or guide her in a certain way. But yeah. Her instincts are so incredible. Kylie Jenner has landed herself on the cover of Forbes magazine. The youngest ever self-made billionaire. Here's a question. Is it really self-made when you're born rich? Now Forbes says the Jenners have lied about Kylie Cosmetics revenue every year since 2016. That's next time on Infamous. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.